My name is Carly and I am an entrepreneur. These are the real, raw, and honest stories of myself, my colleagues, and my dearest friends, how we followed our dreams and continue to scale the mountain of success every day. Learn what it takes to make the next step and join us on the climb. Get ready to pull up your boss straps because this is Bossy Clubs. Hi guys, this is Carly with Bossy Class and I'm here with someone really special. She is my COO for Primary Petals, Chloe Jones. Hey! (laughs) This is really fun. I'm so excited to be doing this with you. Yeah, me too. You have been a pivotal part in the curation of Primary Petals and this podcast and a lot of the building on the back end and so I'm just really excited to share your wisdom with the audience. So tell us a little bit about you and primary petals and how things are going. Yeah, cool. So my name is Chloe Jones. Uh, If you haven't detected already, there is an accent. I'm an Australian, uh, immigrated here a few years ago and yeah, landed this job at primary petals very unexpectedly, but Mm -hmm. it seems to be just a perfect fit and yeah, really loving it, uh, really enjoying the behind the scenes stuff in how business works and getting through the nuts and bolts and I nerd out on the geekiest things so like automated emails that <laughs> yeah and budgetary like oh I broke down how much a piece of tape costs us per box and yeah so I get <laughs> super excited about all the nerdy things in the background that um, are important pieces in growing a business successfully yeah and this is your first entrepreneurial, like, endeavor? Yeah. So what did you do before? Yeah. So I recently started to identify as an entrepreneur. Like, I never would have uh, owned that title. and even still feels a little weird coming out of my mouth. Um, I always would have said, like, I have a bazillion ideas before I eat breakfast. And realizing that, like, oh, there's a whole group of people like me that do this thing called entrepreneurship. Is that the right word? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, still figuring it out. That's okay. And um, yeah, I graduated high school, didn't go to college. I was pretty, I'd got accepted in for a Bachelor of Science. Um, like I said, kind of nerdy. Um, but <laughs> was like, oh, I'm not really sold in it. And I don't want to go drop thousands of dollars on something I'm not 100% committed to. So I ended up joining the military for a year. Super fun. Loved that. Um, Very and- unsuspecting if you meet Chloe. She, yeah. <laughs> when she told me that the first time, I just kind of cocked my head to the side. Yeah. Like, you? <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. I can shoot you if I need to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't cross her. <laughs> yeah. I'm cute, but hey. <laughs> um, so I still don't know if I can do as many push-ups as I could that year. Um, so yeah, spent a year in the military, was like, this is cool, don't quite know if it's like exactly what I want to do, so let's go see what else the world has to offer. Uh, spent a year in a ministry school in Northern California, uh, very unexpectedly, but got the opportunity and was like, all right, let's go for it. And then moved back to Australia, uh, actually worked at McDonald's briefly. Macca's. At Macca's, yeah, good old Macca's in Taray. Um, I'm learning all of the slang. Yeah. So worked at Macca's briefly. I remember one of my teachers actually coming in and he looked 
horrified that like I was working at McDonald's, but I needed a job and I just needed something local that would, you know, put gas in the car and get places and figure out what the next move was. So, you know, I'm not above or below doing anything really. Um, yeah, so worked at McDonald's, then went in for a doctor's appointment and they're like, called me back. They're like, hey, we need a new receptionist. Do you want the job? And I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I did that for about uh, nine months. And then I got another, I guess I got headhunted again um, for a, a, another kind of reception administrative position at a local school. Um, and I was there for three years. And that's where I really grew in owning that, being good at admin is actually a decent job. I always just thought it was like a weird skill that I had mm. that really wasn't that cool. But then growing to understand that like, oh, the way that my brain works in administration is actually perfect for something like what I do at Primary Petals. Yes. Yeah. So then immigrated to the US, kind of went through that whole process. It's all another story. And then, um, yeah, freelanced with Carly and we got talking and realized that hey this could be a really good fit and I'd love to help grow primary petals into all of the things that um that you've dreamed and that now I'm dreaming alongside with you and so here we are making that dream a reality yeah and could not do it without you for sure (laughs) it is so much fun like I wake up in the morning and I'm like I love my job (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's been really fun to watch you thrive in it especially we talked about this morning before we started recording that you as as a as a business owner and someone who like started something or dreams of something to bring someone else on that equally or maybe more loves it is a big win and so it's been a really what has it been seven months so far I think so we've done it's been crazy (laughs) we've just been secretly building in a garage for like months like all the other cool people like steve jobs yeah i saw a meme yesterday that disneyland microsoft apple and there was one other all started it was amazon thank you amazon all started in a garage yeah it's you start with what you have and yeah i think entrepreneurs forget that sometimes or like I was like no but I need to have these other things in place and one thing that I've learned from you is like no you just need to do it just Nike that shit (laughs) (laughs) so true we've launched a podcast you've taught me how to edit a podcast you didn't know how to edit a podcast before this did you nope I can thank my year 10 music teacher for teaching me how to use audacity for one high school project and that's literally the skill set that we're bringing to the table here yeah but it's working yeah well and the crazy thing about about my strength and your strength is I'm like the vision I'm like this is where we're going this is the visual that I want and you're like cool don't know how to do that yet but like gonna figure it by out. five i'll call you and we'll talk through it yeah like, and i'll have a draft here you go what do you yeah. think <laughs> i'm so in awe of your ability to learn things <laughs> well, yeah we figured everything out yeah. yeah and i think that people people that are following primary pedals and bossy class and carly ray weddings need to understand that like we've bootstrapped this thing so hard like yeah nobody has like we haven't paid any, like, we're researching, we're figuring it out, we're listening to podcasts, we're, like, 
yeah. reading books and just like going for it. Yeah, bouncing ideas off of each other, asking people we know. Stuff. Yeah, resources. Like, for, yeah. yeah. Like even buying our podcasting gear. We're like, how do we do this? Yeah, Here, ask these people. These people did sound. What do they know? Googling reviews and stuff and then being like, all right, this fits the budget. And then we figure it out and it's working really well. Yeah. And I think particularly women struggle with that go for it thing. Yeah. And that is where this like beautiful thing happens, I guess, yeah. of like, I just went for it. And these opportunities birthed from those moments of just like going for it yeah yeah like all the jobs that I've had it was just the opportunity presented itself and I decided to try it out yeah yeah so you've been with primary for I want to say about seven months yep and in month six (laughs) freaking a pandemic yep the world ended as we knew it that was rough for me <laughs> for yeah. a, for about a week you stuck it out you were like are you cool and I'm like dude like we're taking on water fast and I was like coronavirus it doesn't even matter I was like Chloe <laughs> it's a big deal I was like yeah there's germs people die of the flu it's a thing yeah I I you, have adjusted she's, she's come around I've come around I'm definitely in it for the the whole <laughs> I have neighbors I care about I'm staying home we're good. How are you, I mean, six months into an entrepreneurship kind of identity that you're taking on mm-hmm. and this happens, like walk me through where you're at with all of it now. Cause I feel like it's hard right now for entrepreneurs to dream mm. and like, or people that want to start a business because the economy is just like in the shithole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you stay positive and optimistic amidst this sort of economical downfall? I think probably the biggest piece of being an entrepreneur that I identify with is that we're problem solvers. We see these, like, like I see an empty warehouse and my brain just starts dreaming with like, oh, it could be this, or it could be this, and like, we could put this over here, and like, that could go over, th- over there, and then like, that'll help this flow of work and like then you know this bit will go here and yeah like well okay we'll need lighting over here to make this like my brain just runs so i think in this season it's i'm still operating in the same capacity it's more just like COVID has become another piece of the puzzle to figure out it's not this storm cloud that just blew in it's more like well, in that analogy, it's like, oh, cool, a storm cloud blew in. Well, how do we adjust the sails? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we weather the storm? It's just another piece of the puzzle to figure out. It's not like the end of the world. I'm not dead yet, so I still have things to do. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think partly that's personality, and then partly that I think that's the reality of being an entrepreneur is, like, life is going to throw things at you, and it's just – Figuring out how to make whatever circumstance you're facing your opportunity. It, yeah, you yeah. you have the choice to look at it as like, oh, okay, well, everything's over now. I'll just throw the towel in. Or, hmm, okay, this happened. And identifying like or acknowledging that like you have a choice on how you choose to look at things. And 
Like a friend of mine started figuring out all this random stuff to do that she could make money sitting on her couch because she can't do her profession, which is um, eyelash extensions because that's not considered non-essential. So I definitely think that part of the identity of an entrepreneur is figuring out how to make things work together to get to the goal that you want. Yeah. And I would say that between the in the last month primary petals has done better than it's done in a while Mm -hmm. and that is a testament to both of our mindsets of like how do we lean into this Mm -hmm. and what are people wanting right now yeah and how can we show up on the website we have a resource for small businesses and we pulled resource uh websites from businesses that are pivoting right now mm-hmm. and candidly I was I think we talked about this I was surprised at how many people hadn't pivoted and they're just sort of not they're just they just stopped working it's like they're during the headlights of like I don't know what to do next yeah and the reality is that as a human we have such large capacity yeah. that even if you are an eyelash extension person you can still make money elsewhere and we need to recognize that like that is a thing that you can do yeah like it's one of the core values that we have at primary petals like if you read through some of our stuff it's like about being a squad is like and specifically for women like you literally birth life like i don't know if anybody else finds it as trippy as I do, but like thinking about our ability to handle hard things, like yeah, that's just an epic deal when you stop and think about it. Like, so why can't we start a business and like why can't we be successful? And like, I'm sorry, but like you just need to go back and think about like, oh yeah, my body has the ability to birth another human being. I think you can handle a pandemic. <laughs> Couldn't agree more with you. Couldn't agree more. It's like we've shared this. I've shared this multiple times on multiple platforms in the last three weeks. But the some of the biggest names in business came out of a recession. Yeah. Like you really have to make the most of the opportunities. And, you know, if like you're not working at the moment because you've been laid off. Well, what's that dream that you're sitting on that you've been sitting on for 10 years? Like, hello now's your chance like let's do it come on Um, yeah yeah or maybe you are incredibly exhausted and like Mm -hmm. the other side of it is like maybe it's the season to rest like yeah what do you need but like don't make an excuse yeah for one or the other like really sit with what you need to do Mm -hmm. to be your very best self and like have your mindset straight Yeah, as you're sharing that, it reminds me of um, a quote that I've written on my mirror at the moment in my bathroom um, from one of our favorites, uh, Rachel Hollis. It says, uh, our words have power, but our actions shape our lives. And the reminder that, like, there is action involved in moving forward. And even, like, as you're saying, like, rest is an action. But, like, be determined, be intentional about what action you're choosing to take. Yeah. I think is really important. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of running away mm-hmm. from everything, leaning into yeah, what decision you're going to make. Yeah. Instead of, you know, 
isolating on the couch watching Netflix. Yeah. Which like have a re- we all do it. Yeah. Being there. Like, yeah. Being in that season for yes. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then like this is my life to live. What am I going to do with it? Like I think people need to take ownership of that. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Can you share with listeners what Primary Petals is up to? Yeah, happy to. Well, we are operating as much as we can business as usual. We've pivoted in spaces that we needed to. We've had to adjust where we're sourcing our flowers from, uh, but we've made some great new connections with uh, new wholesalers, which is really exciting. We are taking as many precautions as we can um, in the studio to make sure that like, if we're hand delivering boxes, we're wiping them down with our Clorox wipes. Because we want you guys to be, you know, we want to be sharing joy, not germs. So yeah, and just making ourselves available as a service to assist people in this season, to send messages of care and love and to show up for like having a tangible way to show up for people when you physically can't be there in this season and which is the heart behind our company. So I feel like we're actually kind of getting a moment to shine and show what we can do as a service for people in this country like we exist to deliver messages of joy across the nation that's why we ship nationwide that's why we have these adorable cute fun boxes which is why we have these we pick flowers that are bright and cheery and different and yeah I just feel like we are making the most of this opportunity not to like make cash on people's sticky situation but to show the value that we want to provide to people yeah and long term too to yeah to recognize that like we are here to stay we are a company that has big audacious dreams Mm -hmm. that will happen we call our shot every day Mm -hmm. and we we want to to be the better version of these delivery services that are out there and I think the thing that's been really powerful for me has been talking with the people that we meet mm-hmm. via this web, <laughs> via these orders, right? Yeah. Like this person in New Mexico wants to send it to their mom in Montana. This person in Kentucky wants to send to West Virginia. Yeah. It's been really cool to not just be so isolated in one city. Yeah. And to recognize that like, flowers whether in quarantine or out of quarantine represent so much joy like you're saying yeah and so I think that it's just been it's been really a really cool thing to show up for people especially in like a really weird time yeah and it has brought us so much joy to be able to like send these little boxes across the nation like it just makes me happy pulling flowers out of the fridge and making this bouquet and like wrapping him up and you know putting his little zip tie safety belt on (laughs) and packaging and sealing it and we're like oh where's this one going and like we're going to Ohio and we're going to Montana and we're going to Washington and yeah it's just it's it's really fun to be doing this can you talk about the squad? You mentioned it a couple times. Yeah, totally. So I remember sitting with you at our computers in our garage studio and being like, we should be like the pee squad. And you're like, no, we can't. <laughs> but it kind of stuck because I was just kept repeating it because it made me laugh. But then we realized that 
we adjusted the name to the primary <laughs> pedal squad just pp not not quite gonna work for us uh-uh. but um realizing that like we both really value community yeah and that can be across any number of like borders potentially yeah that it's community doesn't necessarily mean you have to be like sitting next to someone and i think in this season that really resonates with people and like we really want to foster this community of a squad it's like like we're here to help you get your message like you know with a carrier pigeons <laughs> with the cute flowers i don't know like yeah um but that, like we're all in this together like there's yeah just this sense of community there's fun interaction yeah and it's like i think i love the things that we share on our ig and our facebook to be like hey we're out here doing stuff for people because we care about them and yeah that that is a fundamental value that anybody can partner with us on absolutely yeah so if you order flowers from primary petals you're immediately a part of the squad yeah you're officially part of the squad we adopt you you're in for life take it or leave it yeah i gotta make up some like rules like first rule of primary petal squad don't talk about the squad <laughs> I just watched that movie last week <laughs> for the first time. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's good. Um, Chloe, is it, do you have any other closing thoughts for listeners, encouragement of like pursuing your dreams or talk about primary petals anymore? I think just kind of summarizing that like you have what it takes. Like I've fought that journey and am still fighting through that myself in some capacity, but like we have what it takes and we all need that reminder that your dream is worth pursuing yeah like if you have ideas if you have ways that you see an improvement happening in the world go for it Mm. like the world needs people to rise up and own their stuff own their dream own the things they need to work on you're in control of your own life as much as circumstance can swirl you around and control things like ultimately it comes down to like i have a choice and i think we need to be reminded that like we always have a choice um and yeah and like choose well Mm -hmm. like choose well thanks chloe thanks for coming to bossy class have a great time editing this podcast i will it'll be (laughs) awesome (laughs) all right guys take care we'll see you next week bye bye This podcast is edited and published by the Primary Petal Studios, written and hosted by Carly Rae Williams. Show notes are located at our website, carlyrayweddings.com forward slash bossy class. If you like what you heard today, subscribe, rate and review us. Sign up for our newsletter to receive exclusive content and bonus episodes. Thanks for joining us as we scale the mountain of success. This is Bossy Class.